Do you ever try to make up words and then uh, not do it good? Whatever that was, mm-hmm. it scared me. Okay, good, good. Because, like, like it, it wasn't meant to be a, a fearful thing, but, like, I'm just, you know, I'm No, just like, I was out. concerned for my friend because I thought you were having a stroke. Oh, yeah, I get that a lot now. Sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, is this it? Is I had a teacher like? in high yeah. school who had a stroke and half of her face yeah? did not do what faces are supposed to do. And she was a really nice lady and I feel bad because a lot of the other kids used to make fun of her stroke face and I should have stood up for her. But instead I was like, eh, it's kind of funny. You're standing up for her now. That's the main thing. You fucking monster. Yeah, if you're listening, Mrs. Boo, I, uh, I'm sorry <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't No, no, fight. no, give me the full name so we can fight, dox you. Fight those other kids. You should have just, like, fought them with no context as to why you, like, punched them in the back of the head. I, yeah, I'm gonna punch you That's so hard. That's what kids need. I'm gonna punch you so hard, half your face doesn't work. <laughs> They're like, is this guy... Ah! <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host of the most, your ghost of the most, your one and only Pepper, and joining me, as always, via satellite... The daddy of Diaclone. Tony, did you want to say hello to the people? What is up, everybody? It's been another week. We did it. We made it. We made it happen. <laughs> we survived the slow apocalypse. Oh, man, and how slow it is. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the slowest apocalypse. It's so soft. So soft and slow. This is mm-hmm. a tender apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's just not letting go. Yeah. No matter how much our arms have fallen asleep and and the hairs in our mouth and I'm sure the the slow apocalypse is just gonna fart on our thigh, but like it's just not it's just... I just like I always thought it'd be zombies. Yeah. I always thought I mean and it wasn't instead of zombies it was like no toilet paper and people being like, It's my right not to to breathe my gross air all over people. That's <laughs> It never, yeah. never got cool. I never got to like be the hero I yeah. always imagined I'd be. I zip in the tied a, a pauldron onto one of my old leather jackets, but then I got weird looks, and I was like, "Well, okay then, fuck yeah. you too." Fuck yeah, I wanted to be fine. zip tying the bad guys' thumbs behind their back and pushing them off rooftops. Oh, you didn't do I that. Never got to. I feel I'm stuck in like barn in barnyard commando mode. <laughs> <laughs> they say they're not spies, they're innocent. Push them off anyways, Sergeant. Better be safe soldier. than sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better safe than safari. That's oh, what that was say. so good. Fuck, why didn't I come up with that? Because I'm dumb. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I didn't come up with it either. It's an album title. There's a band called Thunderbirds Are Now. Okay. Which, this is all coming back to like me. Thunderbirds Are album Go? called Better... Thunderbirds are now N O W, and they have an album called Better Safe Than Safari that's really fucking good. So cool! Well, that sounds uh, great. Go, I like it. Go check it out, listeners. Yeah, not my a, voice is really raspy. It's because you got your um, your five G upgrade, or is that a thing you're okay talking about? Yeah, I got my five G upgrade. They put a tracking device in my arm. Good, good. Um. 
Yeah, no, it was good. I, I, I'm i part of the Pfizer gang. Hell yeah. Um, so Pfizer gang, what Team up? Pfizer. Anyone else? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Whatever you get, take the shot. It's fine. <laughs> it, 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 it gets to a point where we're, where we're so, like, God, we can't have anything nice. It's like... <laughs> It's like put on a mask so you don't breathe your nasty COVID juice on people, and people are like, "No!" And then it's like, "Get a vaccine because we all need one." And they're like, "Yeah!" And then you jab someone in the arm, and then they find out that someone else is a different varietal, and it's just like, "Fuck, fuck that you. guy!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just we're we're like we got our last ten years on this planet. That's it. No matter what, we're like yeah. hardwired <laughs> to just like you know that that countdown's been going. It's, Ever since that damn gorilla got shot, that's yeah. I was I was I was scrolling back through our fucking episode titles and like the full list of our episodes, and I got to the one called Harambe Timeline. Yeah, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That's this is where it all began. We need a uh, Nelson Mandela to come back to stop the Harambe Timeline and bring back Bionicle. Both those things proven to. Yeah, he just steps out of his fucking Time Lord portal, and he's like, I've done it. And he's, like, wearing a crown of bionic... No, he's wearing a bionic... A giant bionicle mask. And he's like, I've done it, everyone. As he pulls it off his face. And people are like, hey, wait, didn't you... Didn't you die in jail? And he's like, damn Twice! And then he fucking barnyard commandos the president of Lego in the skull. (laughs) Now we can bring Bionicle back and save this cursed timeline. (laughs) Yeah, he's single-handedly zip-tying everyone's hands behind their backs. <laughs> his bionicle minions, who have cool, like, advanced prototype Russian Kalashnikovs from, like, a, d- a different timeline where the Kalashnikov got better with each iteration. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. They've got, like, cool guns, and they're killing people <laughs> to save the timeline. <laughs> oh, See, now shit. that's, like... Yeah. We have fun. That's the future we could have had. I like I like our like shit version of Ready Player One. Like mm-hmm. like when Ready Player One was coming out as a movie, people were like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be so good! It's gonna be so fucking good!" The book was amazing. There was those people, yeah. and then there was people who were like, "The book was kind of shit." <laughs> I hope the movie's all right. <laughs> and then I'm over here just panning, and it's like. Nelson Mandela steps out of the time portal. Like this is this is our collective Ready Player One. Yeah. Movie. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause like like who like who's on who's on Time Lord Mandela's like like his like uh, who are his dirty dozen his, his, his like, squad. squad. Um, yeah. Definitely, uh, like one of those monkeys that they rocketed into space. Right. Yeah, but it like gained sentience. Unlike other monkeys, right. so it, like, I like to imagine it would like speak with a, like a British accent, even though like was it like Russia that would shoot them off, or they they just do dogs. I think they did both. Okay, cool. Well, I'm still gonna stick with the British monkey. Uh, Does he have a dog? Does he ride it? Uh, maybe he can be like a like a centaur dog type thing, where it's like. He's like Corgi from the next Yeah, film. yeah, Corgi. No, 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 Corgi. So it's like, imagine a centaur, all right? Like a centaur. Right. But it's mm-hmm. a monkey top half and then dog bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking And also that. in like a, like a cosmonaut suit, because, you know. Right, right, right. Right? Okay. Okay, so we got, we got Space Monkey. Yeah, we got Space Monkey. I'm going to say Freddy, 
Freddy Krueger, but he's from a timeline Bird. where it's like sort of him and Martha Stewart merged. So he's got like uh, like feather dusters for fingers and he keeps dust off everything. Okay, so I know we're already doing an imagination fun time extravagance hour, but like mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be going to like real things that were... Like monkeys are well, real. And Freddy Krueger. You start off with this. Well, because it makes sense. Off with a space, they, they launched space actual monkey space center. monkeys. Like that was a thing that they did. So okay, but I was going Ready Player One. Rules. Okay. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, right. Shit. Well, let's do uh, my fucking. Uh, there'll at least be one Fallout power armor kicking around. Like, just like a, a fucking... Like, just some guy in it. Just some guy mm-hmm. in it, you know? Uh, he, he, like, ta- takes his helmet off, and he's got, like, a, a neon green mohawk, and they've stretched all the face sliders as far uh, as they could. Yeah. And, like, Mandela's like, just just put your helmet back on. Yeah, you gotta go You gotta go Monster Factory at least once. Um, yeah. That's how I... Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Omni Schwarzenegger, which oh, is all? every... Yeah, it's mm. every iteration of Arnold Schwarzenegger from every universe combined. So Omni Schwarzenegger. Oh, I like that. And he, you, you look at him and you see the best version of Arnold for you, oh. surrounded by like mist, like almost like the fucking ring wraiths. Like he's got yeah, like. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm super. Into so it. the version I'd see is the one that's like my dad. Like he gets to just be my dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're we're going. Okay, deep. I guess we're choosing dads now. Um. <laughs> no, that's just the version I'd see. He would still behave as if he was Omni Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay, right, right, right. But you'd be like, "Can you just fucking adopt me after all this?" Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we picking more? Are we picking? If you're feeling creative and you feel like you've got something to share, I want. I no, I I'm I was creatively bankrupt right after Monkey Centaur from space. <laughs> Um, All right, so we got monkey centaur. I'm doing the thing where like we answer the question that gets asked every week, and I just look around my room and be like, "What uh, what <laughs> we got nice, we've got nice Freddy Krueger, yeah, nice Freddy Omni Schwarzenegger, and did we miss one? Did you? Yeah, do monkey one centaur. Yeah. Um. So oh, the, and Fallout Power Armor guy. Oh, Fallout Power Armor. Yeah, guy. fuck it. Why not? That's like five of them tops. And Nelson, my my. Yeah. <laughs> that's a stroke. Uh, Nelson Mandela is bionically enhanced. Yeah, he's not biomechanically enhanced. enhanced. He's bionically enhanced. Bionically enhanced, yeah. Yeah. I love that term now. And he's the Time Lord from whichever dimension, like, kept all the sodas that got canceled. So he's got, like, all the Crystal Pepsi. He's got all the Pepsi Blue. Isn't Pepsi Blue come, like, it's kind of back? Or is that just an America thing? I think I think it's coming back. I, I'll keep an I, eye out for it because I want to try. I it. want it to come back. I remember loving Pepsi Blue so much when I was younger. Like it was oh, peak early high school. I loved it. I went to a kid's birthday party. I probably told this story on the podcast. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about Pepsi he, Blue before. Yeah, his dad like like owned a convenience store or a gas station or something, and he had access to Pepsi Blue before the street oh, date. Oh shit! And so his birthday party was a pool party in somebody's backyard and he had like a rolling like thing full of ice that was Pepsi Blue branded that was just full of Pepsi Blue and the kids could go nuts. That sounds amazing. 
a, it was a pretty Pepsi spectacular. blue pool party. I really hope there were temporary tribal tattoos to go with the... Uh, uh, to go let's with Let's just the, write that into the, my narrative, sure. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, it, those exist pretty now. close to it. I'm the Time Lord now. <laughs> I'm rewriting my youth. Uh, that's how you know you're on the good team, is you got, like, the Pepsi Blue tribal tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, shit. That's neat and weird. I like it. But I feel like that bit was so that solid, was, we could just end yeah, the episode here. Yeah, I think, uh, I think episode here. this was our, our best bit. It was a good mm-hmm. bit. Hey. What, uh, wow, we've still got 45... Plus minutes. What are you, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm, I'm wearing a shirt with Ernest P. Warrell on it. Oh shit, no way. And your alarm's going off too? Yeah, apparently. Um, I've got to wake up to go to work. It's Pavlovian. i got to go. It's got uh, Ernest P. Warrell and Trantor the Troll on it. Oh yeah. Nilbog It's pretty milk. good. Yeah. It's good. It's That's not what it's called. I know. I'm... It's Miak. Yeah. No, I remember I, I mixed those two movies up in my brain. Yeah, I feel like that was also a Mandela conversation started. It was. It super was. Yeah, we, we're running out of we're running out of steam, we're running out of conversations. We uh I feel like Nelson Mandela Time Lords and Divergent Timelines are definitely a pillar of what we do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we got a <laughs> <laughs> um, we gotta, you know. Hey, um, this is an announcement for all y'all listening. Ooh. Uh, I I'm working on another game. Uh, it's for a game jam that's like retro FPS inspired, and it uses uh Raycast game engine, which is like really really basic, and it just lets you import sprites and modify like settings to basically make your own Wolfenstein. Cool. Um, so I'm making one for the jam. It's called Wrath of the Blood Phantom. And the twist that I put on it was like, you are an escaped killer and you're murdering everybody. So like your weapons are like knives, throwing knives, another knife, and like punching people to death. And so like you escape from an asylum, you travel through some underground tunnels, you go across a park, uh, you go to a high school... But instead of the prom goers that you're like meant, like in the story arc of this character, it's like you're going to exact your revenge on the prom goers. Mm -hmm. But instead, when you get there, the army's there. So you're fighting army dudes. And then you get to the police headquarters afterwards because you take the fight to them and you fight the final boss who's like a commando dude. Um, It's dope. That that was some spoilers though. Holy shit. Yeah, I spoiled the whole story. Okay, cool. But the the bad guy was actually inspired by Left Eye Gold Glove, so I gave him oh, I nice. gave him a, an eye patch because I'm like, that's a cool like final boss thing. Yeah, why is he missing his eye? So he's got like a scar down his face and a and an eye. Oh, is he patch. is he still gonna be called Left Eye Gold Glove though? No, he's just an homage. Oh, okay, okay. I just I think that's still a great name for a commander. <laughs> it was really fun, like. So, so sorry, uh, the end of the announcement is that it's going to be done soon. Uh, I'll post about it on the Discord when it is done, and I hope you guys get a chance to play it. And it can run on a potato, so any computer can run I it. I can play um, it. 
You can play it. There is something you have to do, though, which is will be described on the Itch.io page uh, to make the mouse work properly. Because this engine's so shit, you actually have to go into, like, your property settings on, like, the EXE and be like, tell the mouse to behave like this. But I made a cheat sheet for how to do it, so it's not all, that hard. All right. Um, but I had a ton of fun, like, doing all the voices. And, like, <laughs> I was doing, like... So the first enemy you face is another patient. So it's someone in like a smock with a knife. And I was like, I'm like, what would a crazy person who's attacking you with a knife sound like? And I'm like, uh, like they would just make a weird, like guttural sound. Right. And then I kind of channeled the energy of like the imp from like Diablo one. So I'm like, Like, (laughs) and then I'm like, and then I'm like, I have to make a death sound. So what does he sound like when he dies? So I'm trying to hold that like tone in my mind's eye. And I'm like, <laughs> like just st- standing in the room, like with my mic on and the- all the windows and doors closed. So it's silent and just like making weird sounds into the mic for each character. It was so fucking fun. And like, so I felt like such a moron, but it was such a good time. No, that that's great. I'm, I'm very happy for you. That sounds like such a good time. Yeah, there's there's a lot of homages. Like, uh, the police officer, when he first spots you, um, was inspired, basically ripped off from Grand Theft Auto, the original Grand Theft Auto. So when the cop sees you, he goes, suspect spotted. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> nice. it's so good. I just had so much fun with that. And then I had to keep that sort of, like, that sort of tone, like, mm-hmm. in my mind's eye. And I'm like, how, how would he sound dying? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, really, really curse. That sure does hurt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have gone over the top. I do believe I, I the top with, the, with the boss. The boss's death sound, because everybody else's death sound is like, bleh, bleh. like it's really yeah. quick, but his is like, oh, no. uh, <laughs> it's, like yeah. s- it's so long. And I was like, should I yeah, trim just, it? And I'm like, nah. No, no, that's you got to get that satisfying death sound. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah dude. It's a good That's time. Awesome. Oh, I'm excited yeah. to play it and um, make my mouse not work anymore. Oh, it, the mouse setting thing will only apply to that program specifically. Oh, oh good. Now, can I hook yeah. my PS4 controller up to it? Uh, if you have something oh, like maybe. XPatter and you remap everything on your controller to be a mouse cursor slash all the different buttons, I mean, in theory, yes, but it'll take a lot of work. Just use a mouse and keep Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll just play with the mouse then. Cool, that's exciting stuff. Did you get any toys? I might have. Tell me all about them, stud. But that's for me to know. No, I posted on the Discord already, so I'm down to talk about it. Uh, I ended up getting two figures. So one third-party Transformables robot. And another fucking anime figure because that's the stage of the pandemic we are now Ooh, spicy anime figures but but there is a a fun story behind the the anime figure that involves um, a bunch of shady backhand deals and a bag of cool ranch Doritos we'll get into that later I ended up getting uh, through the good Fine boys at ages three and up slash Madhouse Toys. Uh, not a sponsor, just a fan. Not a sponsor, just a fan. Also, give me a sponsor. 
Give me sponsor. <laughs> Let me do. Hey, you you uh, know them over at Ages. If you want to ask them to sponsor do, the cast, yeah. go for it. I think I asked one of them, and he was just like, "I'm. I just work the the register." He's like, um, "So I spit do on." Do you mind him. taking a step back, sir? Yeah. Also, it might have been a Taco Bell. Now that I think about it, <laughs> you just like <laughs> slap his fucking tray of food out of his hand. Like, hey, do you want to sponsor my fucking podcast? He's <laughs> like, I don't. He's like, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. What's a gordita? Anyways, you got a toy. Yeah. Uh. So it's a bit of a harder one to find. At least I think it is. I. I, I don't know. I didn't really dig too too much into it. It's the KFC Keith Fantasy Club. I hate that fucking name. Uh, it's the Heavy Metal Die Commander Stack, which is their Diaclone colorway of Ultra Magnus, also known as Powered Convoy from the, the Diaclone line. Uh, and this is, uh, it's, it's essentially an MP Diaclone Powered Convoy. Uh, which I Fuck yeah. technically already have the official version of, but okay. this one, um, <laughs> now, now hear me out, this is why I had to double dip. No, I'm listening, I'm crazy, I'm listening. and I'm allergic to money. Uh, no, it's, it, it comes with like a, like a more classic Optimus Prime mouth plate, and I just, okay. I really like that, and... It is a lot... I, I've heard mixed reviews on this figure where there's a lot of people that love it because of the posability, the fact it has the, the thing that we love from 3A, which are the individual jointed fingers, but it is a bit of an older KFC figure, so the plastic quality isn't as amazing. Uh, but I do have a few older KFC figures as well, and I've got no complaints so uh i'm excited i don't know if he was like a an exclusive or anything but like when i was digging around for him i i couldn't really find much um but they were doing a whole thing and they're like hey are you still looking for this and i'm like i am and they're like cool we have a couple let's cut you a fucking ridiculously good deal so they did. Was this one of those things where, like, like many cool finds from ages, they're like moving around some boxes and they just find like a pile of something? Yeah, pretty much. So uh, nice. nice. Yeah, and uh, it's it's from Madhouse, which was one of the other stores that they are part of. Um, so it was one of those. It, it just worked out good. It was it was great. I'm glad I ended up getting it. And so quickly, since I started looking for it, too. Uh, the other thing I grabbed was, and she is a much, much bigger box. <laughs> oh, that thing's fucking huge. I saw you post a photo of it earlier. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get the scale. She's one six scale. Okay, do you... Yeah, so... Just describe it for the people. Uh, so it's the Supersonico Racing version 2016. Uh, it's, again, weeaboo trash, but it's... Uh, Good Smile Racing usually has Satsune Miku as their mascot for, like, when they do, like, the full-on, like, racetrack 
bullshit. The car, car decals. The, the, the car decals, the zoom, zoom, fast, fast, win some prizes type thing. Uh, right. And I don't think they do it all the time, but they do crossovers. And this was the Super Sonico crossover. And I don't know if we've talked about Sonico yet on the show. I don't know. Okay, well, she's the, the a pink-haired, ear-edphone-wearing um, anime gal who I think started off as just a concert mascot. Okay. And then uh, just kind of became super popular and they started making statues and I think she had her own anime for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, this, this figure was owned by a buddy of mine and I actually helped him order this figure. <laughs> so I've seen this one before and I remember when it came in, I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember helping him out with that and like, was able to score a bit of a discount for him and everything and so on and so forth. And then, um, I'm also part of another discord for a couple anime tubers and this figure came up and i was like oh yeah i remember that and i was like wait a minute i feel like i've seen that kicking around somewhere so i went on on facebook marketplace and i looked up anime figure this one popped up again too and i was like oh holy shit so i clicked on it and it was my friend who was selling it so i messaged and i was like hey big man Ten bucks and a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, and it's all yours. Because one of the early interactions I had with him was he ended up basically stealing a bag of Doritos from me. So, um, all is right with the world now. I have his anime figure. Uh, she's... I'm gonna crack open the box. She's got, like, a neat... So, so wait, wait. He gave you a bag of Doritos? No, no, no. He stole my bag of Doritos. But in this trade, you gave him more Doritos? Uh, yes. But I received anime figure. Because Doritos are I the ultimate f- currency. I, I still feel like he owes you a bag of Doritos. No, no, no. Everything's fine now because I got this. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, she's pretty good. She's pretty great. She's huge. Hell yeah. She's, uh, yeah, like she's I said, huge. one six scale. No idea where I'm going to put her. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like the smart thing to do is to rearrange some Detolfs. But at the same time, she might also be great for when uh, the new computer gets built and to just kind of hang out on top of it. So uh, cool. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, uh, I'll burn that Hell bridge yeah, when man. I cross it. Um, but yeah, that was it. Yeah. So, uh, a ridiculously overpriced figure when it came out for cost not lots. And uh, a robot that is fun. And very specific to my interests that nobody else wanted except for me. What is my life? What is my collection? Why do I do the things we do? I don't fucking get it, man. Why are we here? What is the point? Why do we we document it every week? I know, right? uh, No, it's good stuff. I like like that portion. I really need to figure out... Like, I'm... I don't want to say I'm hitting the point where uh, I'm running out of space, but I don't feel like I'm utilizing my space properly again. Well, back to back to Ikea for the umpteenth time. Uh, probably eventually. Well, realistically, what I might do is uh, 
I might get a side table for the new computer terminal. Like, they're just the the desktop itself. Okay. So I think that's probably going to be an Ikea trip again. You love that fucking I place. I do. It's the only place we're legally allowed to go to right now. Um... And it's and it's like really fucking affordable. Yeah, yeah. My my room would not have like looked what, as cool as what it does. What does the Detolf cost? Like seventy bucks? Yeah, seventy bucks, give or take. It might have I, I wanna say it went up, but I hope it didn't. I think it's seventy bucks. Like I was looking at this brand called Prepack. Okay. And they make like they make like flat packed mail you a giant IKEA box and you assemble it yourself kind of furniture. Mm-hmm. And they have something called a media shelf, which is what I want because it's essentially like a collax, but only about as thick as a VHS tape. Like it's, oh, that's handy, like it's yeah. Slim, and I'm like, that's the best. Like, why I hate the collax is they're so deep. The whole the mm-hmm. holes, the dirty little holes, are so deep, and all your toys just get fucking lost at the back. If I had a minimal amount of shelf space the width of a fucking tape, I would be forced to display everything nicely. Mm-hmm. But those shelves and the ones I'm looking at are like between two and $300. And I'm like, that's so much for a fucking shelf. Dude, I... My favorite figure display thing from Ikea is discontinued. Um, and it's essentially that. It is... It's like a, a picture frame ledge that I installed upside down, but it actually makes more sense to install it upside down because, like, the way that the screw is, it's, like, on the bottom, so you'd think, like, putting stuff on top would... Anyway, it, it's... I repurposed it for figure displays only, and it's, like, maybe two and a half inches deep. Yeah. So, like, the perfect size to, like, put a figure... And, like, not yeah. have it, like, completely jut out of the wall. It's good stuff. I love it. And they were on clearance for, like, four or five bucks. And I remember grabbing the... Well, I've at least got seven of them. <laughs> yeah, but I but should, I should have grabbed, more. like... Yeah. Should have grabbed at least ten. Ten in total. Because, mm-hmm. like, when you do a lot of one twelve stuff, like, that's the perfect size. For one of your one of your Star Wars boys, or your GI friends, or your uh, your Fortnites, mm-hmm. uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, I gotta get me a Burger Boss. Dude, he's such a fun figure. They make they make a hot dog one as well. I'm into that. They make like a gangsta hot dog. I kind of want to get him too. Hey. Yeah. Um. Do you feel like doing? A VHS rewind? Oh my god, I would would love that so much. Hey. Get ready, kids. Hey, kids. Video piracy is a crime. If your cassettes do not have these safeguards of quality... You know what that means. ...you're viewing a pirated copy. I can't believe we rented this tape. Do not accept it. Demand a genuine cassette from your video store. Uh, VHS Rewind. So, last week, or maybe the week before, I feel like I didn't do the movie Midnight Justice. We talked briefly about it. You didn't? Sorry. And I I didn't know much about it, 
and my assumptions were correct. So it being an Elvira ripoff movie yeah. about a character ma- named Midnight. I have two sticky notes worth of notes for this here. It's a lot of sticky. Um, it's it's really interesting. It made me sort of quantify and um, and kind of meditate on why Elvira rules mm-hmm. and why and why Midnight does not. So. <laughs> The, th- the thing about Elvira is you have, A, a very charismatic person, um, but B, you've got, like, almost the, the juxtaposition of the funny man and the straight man concept built into one character. So, like, the stoic, somber aspect of how uh, macabre her subject matter is, mm-hmm. is, like, paired with the funny man complex of her ditzy valley girl character so like yeah, it's yeah. kind of a it's kind of a two for one it's got like a really interesting balance it's like it's sweet and spicy it's got something right mm-hmm. and where <laughs> midnight goes entirely wrong is there's one a lack of charisma and b <laughs> there's no it's all stoic and so like when the the air quotes jokes happen there's nothing funny about it because she's such a stoic somber actress playing this role so she is an elvira ripoff like down to the point where the movie opens with her just cruising in her hearse yep um (laughs) she is the host of a movie macabre like movie night cable access show a big evil network exec is trying to steal her show from her Mm -hmm. And that's the plot. So it's very much a paint-by-the-numbers ripoff of Elvira, but with no real jokes, no real charisma, and it's just missing something. All of that being said, I do kind of like it. Okay, okay. So, so that so that's weird, because I kind of just put it on blast. But, like, <laughs> it, it has a certain charm in that it, it crosses the so-bad-it's-good kind of territory. Okay, and that can um, be a pretty hard line to cross. Right. And there's so many jokes that, like, are just really uncomfortable. Like, she makes some joke about, like, I think the phrasing was, you're as persistent as a mouse crawling up an elephant's leg with rape on its mind. Wow. And I wrote it down because I'm like, what Whoa. the fuck? That's not and a it's, phrase it, people use. And it's supposed to be an air quotes joke. And I can see it. Like I can see another a Mandela universe where she is charismatic and kind of delivering that line of a joke as a joke. Mm-hmm. But the way she says it is just so it's like, she's reading Shakespeare. It's so like, uh, 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 just like coming at you. And I'm like, no. And she kind of has like a monotone, but the monotone is always yelling. Ah. So she, she kind of shouts all of her lines. That's um, so uncomfortable. She spends a lot of the movie putting, cur- air quotes, curses on people. Okay. By just, like, saying, like, I curse you to have... I think she hopes some guy gets herpes or something. But, like, there's, there's no magic in the film. So, like, no one actually gets cursed. She just constantly threatens people with a curse. And the most egregious one is, I'll turn all your sons gay. <laughs> and I was like, no, midnight, no. It it like did not. That joke what? did not age well. No, I don't nor, think anything was, from this did. 
nor was it funny in the moment. Um, in 1989, when this came out, um, yeah, really bad. And then so, her okay, Elvira says unpleasant dreams, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What do you think the knockoff version of that line is? Uh. Sleep shittily, you fuck. I don't know. That's better. Her oh. version. <laughs> oh her no. Version, her version is bad dreams, darlings. <laughs> the look on your face. You're, you're so unimpressed. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Mm. Um. All right. Uh, her real name is Vera Kunk. Like the actress's name, or like like her character name is Midnight in this universe, okay. and she brings a sexy dude home, and he's like, "I'm in love with you, Midnight," and she's like, "Use my real name," and he's like, "What's your real name?" and she's like, "Vera Kunk," and he's like, laughs at her, and that's the whole bit. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Vera Kunk. Um, that's such a. Mm. There's a lot. Kunk. There's a lot. I assume going it's spelled K U N K. Um, you know, weird curses. Do, 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 do. Um, oh, one thing that was dope mm-hmm. that I really liked was there was a scuba assassin. Oh, that's kind of fun. You don't see that. So there's a, lot. a scene in which the there there's a, besides the plot of the um, the producer trying to ruin her show or hold the copyright or whatever mm-hmm. the dispute is. Um, which that whole conflict is just them yelling at each other over the phone and her threatening things with her weird, like, I curse you to have herpes and then hang up the phone. Yeah. Um, somewhere in that subplot, there's like a love triangle between her, uh, air quotes, handsome dude and a young, young blonde bimbo kind of actress who's up and coming. Okay. There's a weird love triangle and there's a really uncomfortable scene where that blonde, uh, young actress lady is like super down to pound with midnight and she's like super coming on to her mm-hmm. and she's like it is really uncomfortable because like she's super revved up and midnight's just like not having it and i'm like this is this is getting weird yeah like am i about to see a, see a really uncomfortable air quotes love scene um and then she's like i'm gonna go for a dip and then changes into a swimsuit goes for a swim and then a scuba assassin murders her and I'm like, yo, like something's happening in this film. Yes, like rock on. But like, I don't know why the scuba assassin scene was so good for me. I think it's because it made me think of, uh, you know, the Italian spaghetti horror spinoffs of Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, yeah. Zo- zombie with an eye. I don't know if it's in the first one or one of the sequels, but there's a scene where a zombie shark fights a scuba diver. Yeah, I've seen clips of that. I think and it's th- the second one. And, like, I loved that scene when I saw it on, on VHS way back in the day mm-hmm. when I watched it, when I rented that shit. Um, and I was like, yeah, yo, so, like, scuba assassin, <laughs> fuck yeah. And I just got really into that scene for some reason. It just triggered all the right nostalgia, like, switches in my brain for a split second, and I got a dopamine rush. Hell yeah. Um, and then Midnight is is chilling at home, and the girl who was scuba murdered comes back as a ghost. And I'm like, holy fuck, we're an hour in and they just introduced magic? Like, yes! So yes, the herpes I'm... could be real. But we see her do a ghost walk 
and she's wearing like you know when ghosts come back from the dead and their version of like a ghost outfit outfit is just like a silk like nighty yeah. and like a shawl like that's what she's rocking and i'm like yes we got the ghost it's it's happening mm-hmm. and she's like rock hard nipples just like walking being a ghost and i'm like party on like scuba assassin ghost yes like let's get this movie rolling and then it's just a dream oh lame and there's no magic (laughs) and that's kind of where my notes end but (laughs) the notes ended where the magic did (laughs) yeah where the magic died uh so did my notes but over overall other than like weird homophobic joke um and elephant rape in the beginning and those happened like back to back and i was like oh we're in for a we're in for a thing um other than all of that horse shit and the fact that she is incredibly uncharismatic mm-hmm. it's kind of fascinating and it's kind of good bad and it's a lot like watching an elvira themed train wreck okay. and i fucking love it cuz it makes me appreciate cuz i was like the elvira movie is a favorite of mine but i know it's not a great film but, but when you, you still lo- love like it. put these two when you put these two side by side uh, Midnight makes Elvira look like a fucking masterpiece. Gotcha, gotcha. And all of the the love that I have for Elvira turned into a template to judge this film, and it almost made it good because of how like similar it is, but in the worst ways possible. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, right. yeah, I I get that. I get that. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of talked for like 20 minutes straight there. No, that's cool. Um, I don't think I'm going to watch it, uh, <laughs> but I'm glad that you have it. I'm glad that you were able to like, to find some reasons there's, to... There's some joy in it. Some joy in it. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. You found a way to polish a turd. Yeah. I think it's, I think some, some poor soul has put the entire film on YouTube, so, um... Check it out one day, maybe, but I'm not yeah, gonna do do with that information what you will. I make no promises. So the next uh, unofficial stream is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be midnight. The Discord watch parties that totally don't happen. This is gonna be midnight. I just had a weird burp that I'm not gonna edit out because it kind of just sounded like me going. Ah, <laughs> 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 well, um... I'm glad. Uh, wow! Yeah, let's wow it up. All right, that's the intro. It's just wow, wow. We asked you what is the greatest video game of all time, because uh, we're still on a video game kick, so we needed to know. We had to. We needed to. We absolutely needed to. Some dude is going to start us off with Pokemon. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um. <laughs> We can assume, well, I mean, we can't assume which iteration of Pokemon he's referring to, but maybe just the first one? Maybe. Uh, Red red and blue or or green? Or is it that the franchise counts? Yeah, like collectively, Pokemon Pokemon is is the greatest of all time due to its longevity, due to its reiterations of the same concept, but improving each time. Yeah, Something. I'll accept that. I'll, accept I'll, I'll that. take it. Well, uh, that or he might just mean like red or blue, yellow. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> uh, cage, apple, and key. 
Wow, I made that video game. Oh. Also, find me on Twitter at, uh, at PepperMadeAGame. And then download uh, Apple really... and Key from H.I.O. Yeah, you can download Apple and Key from H.I.O. Uh, Cage, that's a very nice thing to say, but don't gas me up like that, brother man, because I know for a fact yeah. it's not the greatest game of all time. We're really not into uh, sucking up here, so I'm going uh, <laughs> to... Ban believe. you from the Discord. Yeah, you're getting kicked. Sorry, dude. Um, Rest in pieces. You're gone. Yeah, a little ghost emoji for you. little uh, Judy Hopps. No, what was her name again? Jenny Polly. Spooks. Polly. Polly Phantasmarus. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, Blue has given us Super Mario Bros. for the NES. Mm. It renewed and rejuvenated life into video games. Just as well, it's a decent length, and the controls... And controls, I can read, well enough to be able to be enjoyed by people in every generation. It's true, actually. Um, Yeah. It does um, hold up, and it's one of those games where it's like... Yeah, the, the full length isn't too bad, and it does increase in in difficulty as you go. Or you could also just say, fuck it, secret warp zones, and get to the end, and then still feel, like, kind of accomplished, because you did, like, a secret sneaky thing. Yeah, and, like, it's, it's a game that if you put enough time into it, like, anyone can generally beat it. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, the warp zones, if you want to master levels, it's good for just, like, oh, I need to get to this level because I need to practice this level. And yeah, you can yeah. really ner- nerd out about it. But um, I was always, like, I felt like such a super genius in, like, when you go underground mm-hmm. the first time, when you can ride the elevator up and get on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I always a... felt like the smartest kid in the whole fucking world. I when love I did that, that part. That was so cool. But if you go up too high, you insta-die. That's true. So it's true. Uncle Jason, I don't know if they're necessarily the greatest games out there, but for me, both Dark Souls and Bloodborne have given me some of the most engrossing moments of gaming. With the world building that I felt surpassed most most other games out there, I've easily spent the most amount of time not just playing these games, but also reading or watching lore videos, wikis, let's plays, and speedruns. Yeah, I feel like the... I, I've never played Dark Souls, nor have I played Bloodborne. They're fun, but hard as shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I really want to play Dark Souls. I think I'll mm-hmm. wait till it goes on sale on Steam and just go for it. Um, but I was going to get it for the Switch, but I'm like, I already feel like handicapped by the controls of the Switch anyways. Okay. Like, okay. I feel like they put me at a disadvantage because, like, no shade, but... Um, Switch controls, yeah. They can the switch kind of sucks. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! That's <laughs> no, that's full on shade. <laughs> that is full on shade. No, uh, the controls for the switch I find not comfortable for my hands. Mm. So I'm like, if I play a game that's like hard as shit and requires like like pinpoint accuracy, I'm gonna freak the fuck out if I like digitally buy it on my switch and I can't play it because I feel like the controls are holding me back. Yeah, that's um, uh, yeah. Which is why I didn't go for it. But I'll get to it one day. But I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong because you've played these games, Mm -hmm. I feel like these games are cool because they're a dark fantasy setting Mm -hmm. and you could play the whole game and not give a shit about the lore or you could sort of 
find the lore and learn the lore and like be as engrossed as you'd like into the story if you want to. And I feel like that's kind of good for accessibility for some players because some people don't give a shit about story. They just want to do their thing. And other people want to like read every note and listen to every audio log and check everything. And yeah. Am am I correct about that? Yes. And it is also, I think one of the aspects of it as well is like, just the fact that it is a very punishing game. Like if you don't like if you don't figure out what to do, you just you get your shit pushed back in. Um but at the same time as well, like when you do actually like succeed, then it's like okay, more it's more rewarding as well because you're like, ah, mm-hmm. I didn't just get given. But at the same time too, I'm a very instant gratification person, so yeah. Um, Bloodborne I actually ended up getting for the PS4 before I even fully had a PS4. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, this game's on sale, and I know I'm going to play it, so fuck it. I'll pick it up now while I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, NAFTA is saying GoldenEye007. That's a, that's a callback to last week's um, thing that we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, yes, great, no, yeah. greatest greatest game of all time. Also, is like it's a personal experience. Like, oh, totally, yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure someone could come up in here and be slamming down like, like Barbie's exciting mansion from 1996, and you can't really shade them for that. Cause yeah, that no, might no. be the greatest greatest Still game. Still valid. Though. Um, yeah, Gold Knight, oh man, Gold Knight 007, that was like, that was like the, like the party game for the N64. Like, really good memories playing that at friends' places. Again, Mm -hmm. not anything I own personally, because I never had an N64 growing up, but like, the other kids did, and that was like, it was good times, like watching or I talked about it a lot last week, so I'm not going to chime in too much, but I agree, it is a good game. Yeah. Uh, Sponge, Super Metroid, Alsley says, lol, I was disqualified. Nah, you're fine, you're back in the game. You're fine, you're fine. You're okay. All, um, yeah, Super Metroid's fucking tight. Met- Metroid's a game that I don't have a lot of experience with. Really? Yeah, I never really played oh. them. Like, oh. I've messed around with them, but yeah. I've never really played them fully. Uh, I, th- I am positive that Metroid 2 Return of Samus was the first game I ever consciously played. Uh, I didn't get very far because it was my cousin's Game Boy, but uh, it was very important that I ended up getting that game. And then, uh, yeah, Super Metroid, I actually, I own on uh, cartridge and it's great, but I never actually beat the game until I got the Super Classic Mini. <laughs> Hell yeah, though. That's dope I mean, that you did But yeah, it. holy shit, it is a fucking great game, like, all the way through. So, fuck yeah, it. if anyone hasn't played it yet, do it up. I, fuck, download the ROM at this point. Like, come on. It's it's so good. If you love, like... Oh, another good one, too, was uh, Metroid Fusion. That one was actually really, really Ooh, good. So Metroid Fusion. If you ever wanted to play, like, essentially Aliens, the video game... Where you're like just a single person trying to survive. Just holy shit. That one's so good as well. 
uh, Darcy Ska is giving us Monkey Island, the first three uh-huh. games. See, that's a, that's a you thing. I never monkeyed any islands. Um, yeah, Monkey Island 1 and 2 are very similar um, in that they use like almost the same iteration of the Scum engine. Um, and yeah, like for a while there, LucasArts sort of defined what it meant to play video games on the PC. Like, mm-hmm. because at the time like like you couldn't get smooth scrolling like like platforming on pc wasn't a, really a thing at the time and uh doom hadn't been invented and so like these sort of very methodical puzzle games with like lore and depth and story and jokes like that shit like blew people's fucking minds like it was blew my fucking mind when i was a kid um very very cool um definitely those first two games are like two of the best adventure games ever made and perfectly highlight the whole genre the third game i fucking love but it might be a controversial opinion um at this point we've moved beyond what computers were capable of at that time and we're into like 1997 or 98 this came okay. out okay. and it's got a really unique art style it's almost like a hand-drawn animation cell style oh cool um it's really cool they brought on a voice actor whose name i used to know but i can't remember right now who did an amazing job voicing guybrush and he voiced him all through the telltale years and as well as when they remastered the first two games he went and did all the audio and all the dialogue for the character in those games for the like special edition remasters which is fucking cool but monkey island 3 fucking slaps it's so much fun nice nice and scene Hell yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some dude, Borderlands. Just so many guns. Hey, some dude, you already said Pokemon, and the yeah, ending of Borderlands 1 was so bad that I decided never to play Borderlands games ever again. Whoa, wait, actually? I think I've told you this. When you get to the end of Borderlands, the entire game, they hype up the, the vault mm-hmm. as this amazing treasure trove of awesome treasure. Yeah. And you get there and you kill the final boss, and then the fucking game ends and you don't get any treasure. You do. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. No, after you, like, after... No, you do. You start, like, the credits roll, and you start up and you're in the same area, and there's, like, five different treasure chests with, like max loot man i gotta plug in my old xbox (laughs) (laughs) and also isn't that just such a great like not to be like oh the cosmic irony of it all but like there's something kind of great about that where it's like this huge hype thing you open it up and it's like nah (laughs) you're nothing the hubris of it all uh, but Fine. I guess I'm playing Borderlands again. <laughs> it also, I, it's the journey, not the destination. No, Border Borderlands fucking rules. I played a bit of the pre sequel with a friend. Um, it's it's great. They're they're great games. See, you know that one, the pre sequel ate ass in the not fun way. What's wrong with the pre sequel? Yeah, just a lot of things. It's very okay. samey. Like the the gravity was a neat idea, but I don't think it was really like utilized properly the oxygen was kind of pointless Um, i guess for me i hadn't played a borderlands game since i got burned by borderlands one okay that's fair i i also started with borderlands two 
and then kind of backtrack to one. Uh, And then I tried playing the pre-sequel, but I think I was a little bit kind of like burnt out by then as well. Um, But like... So long story short, some dude is disqualified. No, 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 no. I'm with some dude on this, but like, (laughs) uh, play Borderlands 2. Like, play Borderlands 2. I did play and beat Borderlands 3, and I enjoyed it, but I don't know if I loved it. Alright, alright. Empty Orchestra, Dark Soul, and The Last of Us. These two games are one of a kind to me, even though they're a bunch of Souls-like games. <laughs> and games that try to copy The Last of Us, uh, I don't... I doubt anyone can do it quite like these two games. So he I played fucking neither. loves them. Um, a good friend of mine, uh, Last of Us is his favorite game, and so I'm sure oh, it's yeah. a fucking banger, so... I didn't really play Last of Us, but like I said, Dark Souls is... I've played it. It's frustrating. It's not necessarily the game for me. Because, again, I want that instant gratification. I feel like, like it's one it of those games great. that, like... That I would become super absorbed in. Just yeah, because, like... You would. I, re- I really like a challenge when it comes to a video game. Like, we've talked about, like, mm-hmm. my Bioshock experiences where I'm like, hardest setting or nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I do really like a challenge. And I feel like that's kind of... That's kind of where I'm at with most games. If it's a single-player experience, like, I'm cranking the difficulty slider all the way up. Because... Fair. Yeah, I did that with Cyberpunk as well, but, like, that game, even on the hardest difficulty, is not very tough. Right, right, right. You just kind of have to, like, kind of keep linear, I guess. Not go What I will path. say for Dark Souls is I love that clip of the guy sliding down the ladder with his helmet hitting all the rungs. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes me yeah, really happy. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Well, what about you, brother man? What uh, what do you think the greatest game of all time is? Oh man, I'm just, all right. Give me another forty five minutes to talk in circles to go... about that. No. Ah, you, uh, you go, go first. Yeah, you go first. I'm gonna say Fallout One. Oh. Um, because Fallout One took place. I said because weird. I need to drink some water. Mm. Because, um, it set a tone that was copied and emulated and reproduced across reproduced across all gaming in all genres like it's like the way the way doom defined what it meant to be a shooter game for decades to come i feel Mm -hmm. like fallout defined what it meant to be a mature game for decades to come like its gameplay is very antiquated but it's world building and it's storytelling and it's just the the way it presents itself i feel like ever since like any game that wants to tell a more mature storyline has been emulating a similar fallout formula like it was kind of the first to really be like hey here how about some existential crisis in your game let me just sprinkle a bit of that in (laughs) fair um, New Vegas is pretty cool. <laughs> is that mine? I don't know if that's mine. <laughs> um, I think for me, like, yeah, my favorite, favorite, favorite games, though, are, like, the classic ones for when I was younger was Metroid 2, um, mm. and, like, Mario 3, was it? 
Oh, no, no. Six golden coins. I was a Game Ooh, Boy boy. So like, yeah, boy. Yeah, both. Yeah, Super Metroid. Not Super Metroid. I love Super Metroid, don't get me wrong. Um, but Metroid 2 Return of Samus, because it's such a creepy game, really, when you think about it. And uh, Six Golden Coins, because that is, like, like kind of, like, the ultimate Mario experience for me. Ult- ultimate, like, side-scrolling experience for me, too. Like, it's got secrets. It's got really cool worlds. Uh, it's got fun boss battles. It's just a great all-around game. Uh, Pokemon, another slapper. It's always I'm always going to get a Pokemon game no matter what. So Pokemon's another jam for me. Borderlands 2 I really enjoyed. I really want to play that again. Probably after I'm done playing New Vegas, which I've just started another character on. So what was your answer? Like, all of them. Around about everything. <laughs> all games are good. All games are valid. Except for the ones I don't like. Fuck those. Uh, <laughs> only my answers are good. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, New Vegas is pretty cool. Alright, our wow for next week. Are dragons cool or are they lame? Oh, I like it. It depends on uh, if it's painted on a van or not. Alright, that's our wow for next week. <laughs> um, are dragons cool or lame? Question mark. You tell us. Uh, thanks everybody for answering the previous wow uh, questions. Let's answer them. Questions from the... Discord. Some dude is starting us off with, do you have and or carry any pocket figures? Uh, yes and no <laughs> for me right now. Yeah. Um, I feel like back in the day, I used to take a Night of the Slice with me fucking everywhere. Um, but lately they're in a Ziploc bag unbuilt and I'm like dreading the day where I have to like murder my thumbs to smash them all back together one day i really need to put them back together so i can display them it's a crime that they're in a ziploc right now that's Um, that's fair yeah but my my go-to pocket toys are usually like a keshi like muscle figure or a monster in my pocket or like a little safubi dude Mm -hmm. but yeah so yes and no not always i don't always leave the house with a toy but that's fair uh usually for me it's always like Something I pick up stays in my bag for a good, like, week or two. Uh, but I also never really bust things out when I'm, like, traveling. I mm. do have a few, like, desk toys at my at my job. But there's, like, it, there's nothing super exciting about them. There's, like, a tiny Pikachu, um, a Squirtle, and... Uh, some other shit. Let's be for real. <laughs> um, but yeah, having like a a little a little Safabi was always kind of fun. I had my Wild Hunt with me for the longest time. Like I always just had nice, a bag nice. Wild Hunt from uh, Science Patrols. Uh, uh, and he's also included a photo of his pocket, which has a shattered glass Optimus in it. I you no no not at all not at all. Oh, fuck me then. I, yeah, well, wait, no. Uh, <laughs> Who is it? Uh, I believe that's the New Age um, Motormaster. I just saw, like, purple and black, and I'm Could like... be wrong. You know. And a trail. I mean, I, I don't blame you. Um, it was a good attempt. I mean, it, 
not to not to um you know gatekeep or uh gaslighter girl bossy or anything like that but um they could have gone with a nemesis prime he's a black ab wait what's shattered glass prime purple oh his main body part is purple yeah his main body part is purple he still has like navy blue parts where the the like regular blue is uh, I think his trailer is like a dark gray. I don't know for sure. Um, but yeah, Motormaster was like, he was the, the Stunticons guy. He was their, their dad. And he strapped his kids onto his limbs and called it a day. Anyway, Uncle Jason, what's the biggest toy you would like to own? And how would you display it in your house? I feel like one six scale is about as big as I'll ever go. Um... And until the gods see fit to design a better shelf, they will remain displayed in a detolf. But I think, like, anything bigger than that is just, like, so fucking cumbersome. Yeah, fucking tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quarter-scale alien that fits fucking nowhere. <laughs> um, I have two 3A robots that I think are 21 inches tall. Something stupid like that. They're the 21 inches or 24 inches. They're really big. I'm glad they have... I had to buy a a TV stand for them specifically. I can't put my TV on it. It's for these two figures. Um, and that's like... I, I can't go higher than that. That's too, too damn much. A small part of me kind of wants a vintage Shogun Hero. But... I don't think I'm going to do that anytime ever. Were they called Shogun Heroes? Uh, Shogun Warrior. Son of a bitch. Nice. You got something wrong. I got something right. Now the the humors have been equaled. They've been balanced. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, I can't own one now because I called it a Shogun Hero. Uh, So that saved me from that. That's good. Yeah, a a Shogun Warrior would be pretty fucking sick. Like... It'd be so cool, but I think yeah, I need to tap out at like one six for my. Main but like when, when like things. Gentle Giant, I think is the company that does it, where they make like fucking giant versions of like the old Star Wars figures. Oh yeah, like those something are cool. like that. I'm like, it's just too fucking big. Like it's cool, but I don't fucking want it in my house because it's too yeah. big. Yeah. Well, with something like that, it's like you almost kind of have to keep it in the packaging. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like put it, but it's like, but if you were to take it out. It'd be kind of cool. It'd be like, yeah, he's just a giant Kenner guy. Could be neat. Could be fun. Uh, so yeah, that's that, I think that's ours. That's a real answer this time. I'm not used to those. Uh, Uncle Jason continues by saying, so this one is a bit of a story, but I think it might be fun to share since so many people are and have been stuck at home for so long now. So this weekend I went out with a friend to try to find a new fast food place that we hadn't eaten at yet. After we've been cruising around for a bit, enjoying the weather, and listening to some nice reggae music... Oh, that sounds very ourselves... Irie Man. Are you allowed to do I that? I don't know. You can do... You can do... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Since when are you not allowed Wait. to do a Jamaican accent? Uh, I don't know. There's a white dude on TikTok that grew up in Jamaica... That has the accent, and a lot of people were really upset about it for a while. Yeah, I'm Canadian, though, and Snow, the guy who did Informer, he was Canadian. Oh, so. yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. And he, oh, yeah. Okay, so just say you're related to Snow and that counts. <laughs> Should be okay. Uh, we found ourselves in a part of town that houses all the industrial companies, recycling plants, shipping companies, etc. My friend then tells me that he's heard about a new fast food place that only does takeaway on the app Foodora. Uh, he says there it's a Swedish equivalent to Uber Eats, but we have Foodora in Canada but as do well. But we have Deliveroo? That's not a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it's in, it's in the UK. Holy yeah. shit. No, we don't have Deliveroo. But when he says there is... <laughs> when he says that, he also noticed that the address that they're listed under the app is somewhere in the area. So we start looking around various side streets and alleyways until we notice a tiny sign on the corner of a building that otherwise housed a mechanic's garage, a jet ski racing store, and a bakery. So we pull up and walk up to the sign but can't find the entrance. Then we notice an even smaller sign on the wall next to it pointing down the alleyway along the side of the building. So we start walking down there. Walking through the alleyway, we also see a sign for a spa of all things. And then, at the end of the alleyway, with the view of the train tracks and train yard, we finally find a small window with a sliding door that has the name of the fast food place on it. The food is great. It was fried barbecue and chili chicken with potato gratin. And the dudes working there were really nice. So my question is this. What is the strangest combination of companies you've ever seen share a building? That is not not the question I thought would be asked at the end of this. I thought the question was going to be like... Like, where was the, like, the best food you found in the most unlikely of places or something like that? I guess that's kind of like that. Like, there's a burger place that's, kinda like, works. out in the industrial area behind the fucking airport here that was really good. I don't know if it's yeah. still there, but... I don't know, because it had stupid hours yeah. whenever we tried to go to it. Um, I guess... <laughs> Actually, I do have an answer. <laughs> he said bakery, so that kind of puts it together but like mm. the building that cavity is in props cavity shout out to andy we love you andy um yeah, cavity is in a building with an art gallery next to it a um a luggage repair shop a plant store like a place that sells like fertilizer well i don't know what they sell okay. it's called plantasia i don't know what it's what they sell um <laughs> Uh, a bakery and like a Popeyes like supplements like like jacked dudes creatine store mm, yeah yeah and that's a pretty eclectic bunch. That's kind of like where Ages is at. Like they're right beside a Popeyes, uh, jacked boy store, not chicken yummy yum yum yum. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's a bunch of like, I think there's like a music studio. A Kumon where you throw your kids to make them less dumb. Uh, a bunch of, like, different restaurants and, like, like a travel agency and shit like that. But it is, like, a plaza, so that's kind of forgivable. Yeah, yeah. I think the one that I saw recently was I was helping uh, one of my elderly family members with, like, getting their taxes in and done. And the place that the, the tax person moved to was, like, in the industrial area of Richmond, close to, like, the wharfs. And there was, like, yeah, the, the tax people, um, a, like, a, a semi-truck repair bay beside it. 
and like a sushi restaurant. Weird. And I was like, all right, that this is cool. <laughs> and yeah, it was like a heavily industrial area. So I was like, ah, okay, this is fine. All right, NAFTA yeah. is the world ready for Michael Bay Presents Bionicle. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, uh, okay, when Megablocks did Neo Shifters, they said, oh, cool, Michael Bay Bionicle. Hmm. So in a weird way, it was kind of already done. What did fucking Michael Bay direct that wasn't so over the top? No, it was always over the top. It was like The Rock uh, and shit, right? Yeah, he did The Rock, Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, a bunch of music videos. I'm um, cut, like, all of this out. Yeah, that's fair. Don't worry about it. Pearl uh, Harbor, Armageddon. Pearl Harbor, Armageddon, that's right. You know what? I actually did like Armageddon when I was I a fucking, kid. So I think maybe, like... I fucking like, loved Armageddon when I was a kid. I think, and I feel like a lot of people that did love the Michael Bay Transformer movies watched them at a very young age. Mm. So, like, I think it is not to like you know discredit or whatever, but I think they are very much like kid movies, right? But they're like the cool, edgy kid movies because they say a swear. Right. And Mark right. Wahlberg slams a beer back. And yeah, it's you get it's, to see butts. It's, uh, like, it's, it's explodey movies for kids that dads have fun seeing too. So they'll keep taking yeah, their kids every yeah. year to see them. Or they did when they were making them. Yeah, or they did when still. their family was still whole and dad didn't live in a different state. And... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny too. Empty uh, Orchestra, are you a sad anime boy with the big sword or a sad anime boy with two guns? Why can't I... I'm definitely a sad anime boy with, two... with a big sword, lol. I was going to say, why can't I be a sad anime girl... With two, with two oh. guns. Why can't you be a sad anime girl with uh, three gun swords? I'm going to go with I am a sad anime girl with a with okay. a big sword. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm glad you chose yeah. that. Because I think I'd be the sad anime boy with the two guns. And we could be like a duo. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't like getting close and personal. Right, and I want to, I want... Like a good mid-range is fine. I want to breathe in the death rattle of my enemies, so... Yeah, you're into weird crazy <laughs> shit. I, yeah, I, like I said, I'm a good mid-range boy. I'm not the sad, snad, snad, the sad sniper anime guy with the, like, with the hair and the sunglasses... <laughs> It's not me. I'm the Barnyard Commando <laughs> anime boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some dude is asking Nerf or nothing. Uh, I'm gonna go with nothing. I'm gonna go with Nerf. Um, I don't have any yeah. Nerf guns anymore as I I didn't use them for a good like six years, and I'm like I should get rid of these, so I took them down to to Cherry Bomb to pass them off. But Nerf guns are fucking dope, and I kind of wish I still had them. They, they were fun. It was one of those things where, like, I was never allowed Nerf as a kid. Right. Uh, so for a while, I got really into them and, like, modding them and shit like that. And then, yeah, it's just one of those things where you're like, ah, I'm not really messing around with these, so. Yo. Yeah, I kind of got rid of them. And they're, they're really big and they take up space. My memory and, just came flooding know. back to me. Oh. So I was one of those kids, too, who wasn't allowed to have Nerf guns. I wasn't allowed to have cap guns. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to have any gun things. Yeah, because it become a murder killer. Right. 
Um, but I was allowed yeah. to have G.I. Joes, which have, like, cool fucking rocket launchers and AK-47s. But for yeah, one totally birthday, different. a kid got me a Nerf gun, but it oh. wasn't a full-on Nerf gun, because, duh, it's a kid's birthday party. They're not going to buy a huge Yeah, gun. yeah. It was, like, a weird, like, wand thing with two, like, claspy boys and when you press the button they flick back like it's a little hand crossbow like it was oh that's and then you cool. press a button and it shoots a single dart and it was like very medieval-esque like it had like a, mm. a bat face thing on it and the more oh that's really the more cool. i talk about it the more i'm like what was that line wait was it that might have actually been like a nerf gun though. yeah i think it was a nerf gun um Hang on, hang on. Because they did a whole bunch of, like, animal-themed ones. Uh, I'm looking them up now. Because, yeah, one of my friends had, um... Had the big mantis one. Okay. Or not mantis, manta ray one. That was, like, a shield. And I remember it was such a cool, cool design. That I was like, oh. Oh, I love that. And then there was one that was, uh... Oh yeah, this one right here, like you, you, you crank on it and it spins the the things rapid fire. What was this line called? Holy shit. Um Yeah, we might have to look into it a bit more, but that sounds familiar. Alright, I'm gonna figure out what this fucking this line is familiar. and we're gonna do a toys from the crypt. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to oh no, yeah, well, I'm getting a lot of furry stuff. Hey, someone's fursona is that chimp I described. Cool. Uh, well, thanks everyone for your questions. Thanks for participating in the WoW. I hope you enjoyed the VHS Rewind, and I think that just about does it for us here on the podcast. Was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony? There sure is. Written review us on iTunes if that's still a thing you want to do. Share us slash follow us on Spotify. That's way better. Fuck iTunes. Follow us on social media. Logan is Pepper Made a Game, and I am Tony Velocity. And that's especially on my figure collection. So join me on that. It'll be fun. You can see what kind of garbage I keep buying. Uh, I think that's it for the outro. Love you. Bye. All right. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See you. Not like literally see you. It's I don't. It's a, that's like a weird phrase to use for an audio. I think thing. it's weird when complete strangers <laughs> say "see you later," and it's just like, man, oh, you just saw me. Such a bad you habit. Saw me for the first time, you're never gonna see me again. I'm a, I'm the phantom now. But like, it'd be weird to like say it and then to be like, no, 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 I'll see you again.